Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into The Power of Ritual by Caspar Terquile. This enlightening book, published in 2020, serves as a guide to discovering deeper spiritual fulfillment and a sense of transcendence outside the realm of traditional religion. Terquile, a scholar of divinity, explores how sacred practices that foster community, promote reflection, and invite joy can be seamlessly integrated into secular life. Caspar Terquile brings a wealth of knowledge as a fellow at Harvard's Divinity School. As a co-host of the widely acclaimed podcast, Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, and a co-founder of Sacred Design Lab, he has dedicated himself to reimagining and reinterpreting spiritual traditions within a secular context, seeking to nurture community, belonging, and happiness. The Power of Ritual is a thought-provoking read, particularly aimed at atheists and agnostics longing to reconnect with their spiritual sides, as well as believers and ex-believers who may have found themselves disenchanted with organized religion. Additionally, it resonates with anyone feeling a sense of isolation or detachment from the world. Embark on a journey through this book to transform everyday activities into intentional, meaningful practices that can enrich your life. The Power of Ritual, Turning Everyday Activities into Soulful Practices. Introduction. Uncover the sacred in the secular. Embracing spirituality without religion. In the tapestry of modern life, the threads of religious observance seem to be unraveling. The traditional stronghold of churches on Sundays now competes with a host of secular activities, from leisurely breakfast to morning jogs. While steeples still punctuate the skyline, the vibrancy of street life suggests a transformation, a shift from religious rituals to an array of secular engagements. Yet, should we interpret fewer people in pews as a sign of dwindling spirituality? Absolutely not. In fact, spirituality isn't tethered to religious institutions. It's ubiquitous and available to all, irrespective of faith. The challenge isn't about finding spirituality. It's about recognizing and cultivating it in our day-to-day experiences. This narrative is a celebration, an exploration of contemporary secular spirituality, rooted in common practices that hold a special, often unrecognized, sacredness. Let's embark on a journey to reinvent and personalize rituals that resonate with our individual spirit, delving into how secular counterparts can mirror religious observances such as the Sabbath and Iftar, and discovering how ordinary paths can morph into spiritual pilgrimages. We will unravel insights on the art of transforming traditional religious practices like the Sabbath, Iftar, and prayer into personal, secular rituals with profound depth, the myriad ways in which our daily wanderings can turn into meaningful spiritual explorations, the wisdom imparted by spiritual leaders such as the Dalai Lama, on maintaining spiritual vigor in a predominantly secular world. Join me as we unwrap these layers, seeking spirituality that resides beyond the confines of conventional religion, blurring the lines between the divine and the mundane, and ultimately uncovering how the sacred pulses through every aspect of our lives. Part 1. The Secular Shift. Redefining Spirituality in a Less Religious Society. 
Imagine a mundane task, such as completing a census, a myriad of mundane questions culminating in one that often gives pause, the query about religion. It's a box that can't be ticked as easily as noting one's job or address. What does one do when they are of mixed faith heritage or have left the religious community of their upbringing? These are the complexities that underscore the gradual secularization of society. The key message here is, society is growing increasingly secular. Statistics paint a telling picture. In the United States, data from 2019 revealed that over a quarter of Americans identify as agnostic or atheist. This detachment from organized religion is even more pronounced in millennials, with 40% stating they do not affiliate with any particular faith. While this shift signifies a move away from institutionalized worship, it doesn't necessarily spell an end to spiritual needs. Religious bodies have historically been more than just bastions of faith. They're also community hubs, rife with ritual and support systems that mark and guide the human experience. Yet, our evolution away from these traditional structures has left us in dire need of what they stand for, community, ritual, and a deeper sense of meaning. Isolation is a modern plague that afflicts Western societies disproportionately. We live solitary lives, disconnected from the anchoring presence of extended families and lifelong neighbors. In the hollow of this disconnection lies an array of mental health risks, including addiction, depression, and anxiety. Social isolation studies find can be more devastating than obesity or smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Once, when individuals felt stranded in the sea of solitude, they might have sought refuge in religious sanctuaries. But now, as we march forward into an increasingly secular era, the beacon of religion dims, urging us to forge new paths for community and spirituality. The challenge before us is daunting, but full of potential. To construct novel institutions for community building, to reinvent rituals that resonate without religious connotations, and to fill our lives with meaning in a world where traditional faith no longer anchors our existence. Part 2. Seeking the Sacred in the Everyday The New Temples of Community and Fitness The town squares once resonated with the tolling of church bells calling the faithful to worship. Today, in both Europe and the United States, such scenes are growing scarce. Pews sit empty and churches close their doors permanently. Yet, while traditional faith practices diminish, something curious emerges. Secular sanctuaries of sweat and perseverance, where the devoted gather not to pray, but to push the limits of body and spirit. The key message here is, spirituality manifests in unexpected places. Reflect on CrossFit, often dubbed a cult by the unacquainted, where enthusiasts share a fervor akin to that of a tight-knit parish. Their gatherings become more than mere exercise sessions. They forge deep connections that resemble familial ties. These fitness disciples pay tribute to fallen comrades through shared exertions, and joint crusades against unhealthy lifestyles echo the community activism of religious congregations past. In essence, spaces like CrossFit act as stand-ins for churches, providing that much-needed sense of community and belonging in a secular milieu. But spirituality isn't reserved for those who find solace in the echo of weights and the rhythm of spinning wheels. 
it cloaks itself in the simplicity of everyday activities, whether through a peaceful stroll, the sanctuary of a good book, or divinity in the stillness of warm water, the spiritual emerges in myriad forms waiting to be acknowledged. Consider your own unplugged moments, those instants when a dead phone battery forced an unintended digital retreat. The initial rush of disconnection often blossoms into a newfound appreciation for the immediate. Such moments invite us to relive an ancient practice for the modern soul, the Tech Sabbath, Drawn from the Jewish tradition of a day dedicated to rest and contemplation, the Tech Sabbath challenges us to disconnect from our devices in order to reconnect with our core. It's a pause in the eternal scroll, a day to ignore the relentless notifications and rediscover the profound in the quietude of disconnection. Whether you find your spiritual community through collective exertion, moments of meditation, or personal reprieve from technology, these secular expressions of spirituality enrich our lives in quiet defiance of a less religious society. They are the signs that our pursuit of connection and transcendence lives on, simply awaiting our recognition and intention. Part 3. Finding the Divine in the Written Word Sacred Texts Reimagined Think of a sacred text and your mind might wander to the hallowed manuscripts of the world's great religions, the Bible, the Quran, or the Bhagavad Gita. But if we shift the question to inquire about the texts that hold personal sanctity, the canon may expand to include the tales of Hogwarts or the refined social dynamics of Jane Austen's world. The key message here is, any text can be a sacred text. Embrace the surprising notion that the sacredness of a text lies not in its origin, but in our interaction with it. This is the heart of sacred reading, a deep reflective engagement with text that transcends the boundaries of religious tradition and embraces personal resonance. In sacred reading, such as scholars immersing themselves in the Talmud or Tripitaka, the text becomes a canvas on which larger philosophical and existential questions are pondered. Imagine taking that thoughtful, reverent approach and applying it to your favorite novel or even the verses of Dr. Seuss. This is the process of unbundling, removing the religious wrapping, to reveal a universally applicable practice of spiritual reading. Ready to embark on a journey of sacred reading with a secular text? Here are some ways to approach it. Seek out literary fellowship. Much like the communal study of religious scriptures, engage with others who share your passion for the text. Book clubs and online forums can provide a contemporary congregation for shared discovery and discussion. Approach with curiosity and an exploratory heart. Don't just ask what happens in the story, but what does it mean? For the characters, the world they inhabit, and for your own life and its intricate unfolding. Dive into the depths of small passages. Rather than racing through for the thrill of the narrative, slow down. Linger over a paragraph, a sentence, or even a word, contemplating its layers and seeking the reverberations it awakens within you. Finally, delve into symbolism and personal reflections. How do the metaphors and vignettes strike a chord with your life experiences? Allow the text to be a launching pad for introspection, recognizing how a fictional scenario might illuminate your own path. From interpreting allegory, 
to identifying with characters' dilemmas. Sacred reading of secular texts offers a conduit to discovering profound truths within ourselves and the world around us, transforming ordinary reading into an act of spiritual contemplation. Part 4. Cultivating Community Through the Shared Table, Ritualizing Mealtimes Once upon a time, our ancestors huddled around fires, sharing the rewards of the hunt. The meals were more than sustenance. They were a communal affair, the original social network. Today, while the necessity to share our foraged finds is no longer a survival imperative, there remains an inherent pull to gather and dine collectively. The key message is, make a communal ritual of mealtime. When we break bread together, we do more than just satiate hunger. We create a space for connection, conversation, and understanding. The meal becomes a tapestry woven with tales and empathy, transcending culinary boundaries. This is a tradition ingrained in the religions of the world, each with its own sacred meals, from the Christian communion to the Zen Buddhist tea rituals. To instill sacredness into your meals, approach them with purpose and presence. A hasty lunch amid the clatter of keyboards or dinner blankly stared at over the glow of a screen lacks the essence of intention. Such hurried meals serve their function, no doubt, but the opportunity to transform dining into a potent, soul-nourishing practice goes untapped. Envision the transformative power of a simple, secular grace before meals, akin to religious gratitude prayers. Enunciate a toast of thankfulness, inviting reflection on the origins of the feast before you and casting a light on the tapestry of connections that brought it to your table. The ritual doesn't end at the initial sip or bite. It extends through practices that foster togetherness. Perhaps every meal unfurls with a recounting of the day's highs and lows or culminates in a collective activity, infusing each gathering with its unique flavor. Picture, too, the familial tradition where dessert is synonymous with laughter and baked treats. Reflect upon the Muslim tradition of iftar, a ritual breaking of the fast during Ramadan, replicating every sunset. Iftar is no solitary instance but a continual observance throughout the holy month, underscoring that rituals gain potency through repetition. Hence, the secret to ritualizing mealtimes lies not in sporadic observances, but in the weaving of these practices into the fabric of daily life, by transforming mealtime into a daily ritual. We rekindle the spirit of communal nourishment and craft enduring bonds within our circles, one plate, one toast, one shared story at a time. Part 5. Embarking on a Sacred Journey, Reawakening Our Natural Spirituality In a busy metropolis down under, a charming initiative to link citizens with their urban, arboreal companions evolved into an unexpected dialogue. Emails intended for pragmatic reporting, to Melbourne's trees transformed into tender human expressions to nature. These outpourings reaffirm an essential truth. Our spirits are indelibly intertwined with the natural world. The key message here is, Reclaim your sacred bond with nature through pilgrimage. Our bond with the earth's tapestry precedes all temples and texts. Once, our ancestors looked to the sky and saw gods in the weather, revered spirits in the forests. 
Though civilizations have shifted towards urban landscapes and organized religions, the spiritual allure of nature endures. To reforge this once sacred alliance, consider embracing one of the most hallowed traditions shared across cultures the pilgrimage. Viewed broadly, a pilgrimage is a journey imbued with spiritual or personal significance, whether it's to Mecca or the murmur of a brook where one feels at peace. Intent is the alchemy that transforms the ordinary path into a pilgrim's passage. Before embarking, ask yourself the purpose of this quest, whether to mend, to honor, to release, or simply to embrace the expanse of the world. Embrace the rhythm of a contemplative pace on this journey. Weave through back roads, tread footpaths instead of freeways, absorb the evolving vistas with a present mind. As you wander, let this movement become a living meditation, inviting the landscape to speak to you through its subtle shifts and echoes. On reaching your sacred destination, engage in circumambulation, revolving slowly around the site, repeated as feels right. This circling ritual offers fresh perspectives with each step, allowing time to deepen your connection as the surroundings inhale the day and exhale into twilight. Embrace that any voyage can ascend to a pilgrimage when approached with heartfelt purpose and attentive spirit. Through this reclamation, we weave the ancient threads of our natural spirituality back into the fabric of our modern lives. Part 6. Seasonal Rituals. Tuning into Nature's Calendar. We live in an age where technology has insulated us from the harshness of the elements. Climate control offers us respite from extreme temperatures, while the bounty of global trade bestows upon us a year-round feast of produce. Yet even as we revel in these comforts, we drift away from the ebb and flow of the seasons. The key message here is, identify and deepen your seasonal rituals. Seasonal rituals are more than calendric traditions. They are the threads that bind us to the world's natural rhythms. Many spiritual traditions have long understood this, using seasonal markers like Easter or the Day of the Dead to reflect the cyclical nature of life. To resonate with these rhythms, look within your existing habits for hints of seasonal celebration. Each season likely carries with it a cherished practice espousing joy or contemplation. Perhaps the annual barbecue that heralds summer's vibrancy, or the quiet reflection embraced during overcast winter evenings. Considering your favorite season, delve into the rituals you already practice, and then let's enrich them. For instance, during a recurring summer picnic, you could focus on local seasonal delights. Adorn your setting with hand-picked wildflowers, and let the festivity stretch into a walk among nature. Extend the circle of connection by sharing the day's abundance with those in need. On the other side, it's also crucial to create rituals for the seasons that dwell heavier on your heart, the ones that hold shadows of loss or discomfort. Combat the melancholy of short winter days with communal warmth, host theme nights or intimate gatherings for poetry reading, each candlelit evening crafting a haven of light and camaraderie, Think of your life's seasonal cadence as a personal liturgical calendar. Assign formal dates to your rituals, painting them as sacred appointments with yourself, your community, and the environment. This structure underlines the importance of pausing, engaging with the moment, and harmonizing with the grand natural symphony.
In crafting these observances, we are reminded of our place in the larger mosaic of existence, our small rituals echoing the grandeur of the changing skies and shifting landscapes. They ground us, nourish our spiritual roots, and remind us that we are all part of the wondrous cycle of life. Part 7. Embracing Prayer Beyond the Pews A Secular Approach to Contemplation Imagine a moment awash with gratitude for the taste of an apple, the caress of a breeze. Such instances of sudden, profound appreciation have a name, and it may surprise you, prayer. But for the secular-minded, the concept of prayer might be a bridge too far. What if prayer could exist free of religious trappings, open to all who seek its quiet refuge? The key message is, the power of prayer is available to everyone. Secular prayer may seem an oxymoron, yet the essence of prayer transcends religious origins. It's possible to engage in prayerful practices without reciting verses to a deity, finding solace and spirituality within a secular framework. Consider these two secular adaptations of prayer. First is adoration, a deep, meditative focus on something larger than oneself, traditionally a divinity. But the kernel of adoration owes its potency not to its object, but to the act of looking beyond self-interest. In secular terms, adoration might manifest in losing yourself in dance or working collectively for a common good, such as nurturing a community garden. Contrition, the second form, is about self-reflection and aspiration for growth, conventionally through a confession of sins. While less cozy than adoration, secular contrition involves candidly sharing shortcomings in a trusted circle, inviting accountability, and collective support in overcoming personal barriers. Here's a thought. Create a confessional circle akin to a secular priesthood, sharing not just triumphs but also vulnerabilities and missteps. Consider, as a parallel, the enduring structure of Alcoholics Anonymous, wherein contrition and mutual bolstering underpin its transformative work. Prayer need not evoke images of steeples and kneelers, nor does confession require a booth. They are avenues through which we tap into spiritual sustenance and self-improvement. In reframing these practices for a secular context, they become accessible conduits to wonder, self-realization, and community, fostering a sanctuary within and among us. Part 8. Discipline. The heartbeat of spiritual practice. Picture the serene smiles of the Dalai Lama. Behind the tranquility is an unwavering commitment, an hour of daily meditation, regardless of a packed agenda that might rival that of any global leader. Astonishingly, on days crammed with obligations, he dedicates not one but two hours to this introspective practice. His rationale is strikingly clear. The busier the day, the greater the need for the anchoring force of spiritual discipline. The key message is, maintaining spiritual rituals requires discipline. Imagine you're at the dawn of a spiritual endeavor, perhaps journaling as the sun rises. Initially, the activity infuses your mornings with purpose catalyzing self-discovery. Yet, as life's pace accelerates, you might skip a day, then another, until the practice dims to an occasional pastime. How, then, do you root this fledgling ritual firmly into your life? 
A solid start is to view new practices with a lens of temporality. Consider the commitment to hosting a communal meal every week, not as an indefinite vow, but as a finite series, say, eight weeks. This bounded period makes the pledge more approachable, even when zeal wanes or fatigue sets in. Once this cycle ends, pause and ponder, should this practice endure, evolve, or give way to a new ritual? It's equally beneficial to cherish your spiritual practices, much like you would a dear friendship. The bond may ebb and flow, at times invigorating, at others pedestrian. Some days, a practice might resonate as deeply as heartfelt conversations, while on others, it's as mundane as comforting background presence. Yet, these fluctuations don't diminish the value of the connection. Embrace your spiritual routines with the same loyalty and patience you extend to lifelong friendships. Even when they don't exhilarate, they still offer quiet companionship and gentle growth. Through steadfast dedication, you cultivate these rituals into enduring sanctuaries, illuminating your path even on the most bustling of days. Final Summary In our vibrant secular world, spirituality hasn't vanished. It's simply changed venues. We no longer need to step through chapel doors to encounter the sacred. Instead, we weave it into the fabric of our daily rituals, from the morning stroll that clears our minds, to the yoga that harmonizes body and spirit, to the digital messages that keep us intertwined with loved ones. The key message to take away? Spiritual fulfillment doesn't necessitate religious observance. It's about the mindful infusion of intention into our actions and interactions. Even the simplest parts of your routine hold the potential for profound meaning when approached with thoughtful presence. These personal rituals, big and small, serve as reminders that the divine can be discovered in the ordinary, transforming our understanding of what it means to lead a spiritually rich life. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.